Hola. And welcome to episode what? Episode 100 of Word to Your Mama. That is correct, 100th episode. Word to Your Mama is a podcast about the life of a Latina mama, that's me, and the lives of my amazing multicultural tribe. It's a celebration of shared experiences navigating this dynamic world. There will be special guests, mad laughs, and absolutely no BS. Nah, B is our motto. Segments by the Supernatural Bear. That's my little man. He's nine. This is the last week of him being nine. He'll be turning 10 in a week. And it it brings me tears because he's the only one I have. But he's also going on 49. He's an old soul. But other than that, this podcast will be explicit. Please believe it. And why do I have such a dope, wide range of peeps on here is because I come from the music, art, and now Web3 industries. So, as I mentioned, this is episode 100, folks. 100 award to your mama. We made it. This is where I would enter, if I didn't have to pay for it, this is where I would enter Ghostface Killers. We made it. We made it. That's right, because we made it. Today, for the 100th episode, we have a very, 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 very special guest. Her name is Sonia Valencia, soon to be changed, as you will hear later on in the episode. The over 40 OG beauty skin queen, Latina Sephora squad launch partner, and TikTok sensation. As you know, I call it the deep top. So she is the deep top sensation. She is here, folks. She is here. It was recorded earlier this year, but I wanted to come out when it was special. And this is special, right? The 100th episode. So Sonia is here to share her amazing story of going from team mom to now grandma to full-time content creator. Her move from Washington to L.A., um, you know, quitting her job, her business to do this full-time and how... She came about being super authentic, never doubting herself, how she talks about her skin first approach to beauty, to makeup, how old is the goal, and all these new transitions she has in store, and I'm super excited for her. So first and foremost, um, I tell my story how I got into her and how I followed her when I first was a lurker only on on the tip top and how super excited I am that she said yes. So huge shout out to one of the Nobby Productions uh, ladies, Lady Emish, who's been on here uh, with Lilium, who's been on here uh, for Heartbreak Radio. She's amazing. Muchisima gracias for for being like, yeah, why don't you just email it? Because I was like, oh, no, no, no. I've seen her meteoric rise. <laughs> she moved from Washington to L.A. There's no way she's going to say yes. And her email is probably going to go to her manager, then maybe agent, and then, you know, it's not going to happen. But I was like, okay, nothing to lose. I emailed her, and Shabuya, she emails me back. And like I mentioned in the episode, I was like, who the fuck is Sonia? Because, you know, I didn't, it was just an email, and I was like, who's Sonia? And I was like, oh, shit, Sonia, Sonia. She said yes. And so I'm forever grateful. I feel like we're definitely kindred spirits, especially when you hear us speak. Um, 
You know, because my husband says that I, I, my mouth is like a sailor from a bad neighborhood. <laughs> and I have to, you know, suppress it sometimes. I, you know, I know when, when and where to turn it off. But when it's just me and it's comfortable and blah, 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 blah that's why this podcast, that's why, you know, I preface all the time that it is explicit. So she's genuine. She's the real deal. It is an honor and a pleasure that she said yes, that I have her on. And uh, I hope, you know, I run into her if she comes out to the desert or if I, you know, see her at an event in L.A. But I really love her mission. She's Latina. She's over 40. She's one of us. And she keeps it really real. She's super authentic. I appreciate that. And I love her, you know, what she's spreading as far as loving yourself first you know, putting yourself first and being okay. You know, goal, uh, old, gold, old is the goal. And we shouldn't be afraid because systematically as women, we are told that that is not the, the goal, right? That you should do everything in your power to stop the aging process, to not look your age. Um, and that's something that I struggle with. So I know that that's something that some of our listeners are struggling with. So it's refreshing. That's why I resonated with her content. And that's why I'm super excited to present to you Sonia Valencia. And then also, don't forget after that, the Supernatural Bear Corner. And then after that, a little short outro. Muchísimas gracias. Let's get into it. Hello. Hey, how are you? Hey, Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> How are you up in the in the in the grass blades background? I know, right? I didn't even know this background. I'm like, what is this? Where am I at? <laughs> Sonia, thank you so much for being a word to your mama. This is a first. You are popping my cherry of sorts. This is a first because you're the first person that I don't know, or I don't, or someone in my tribe, my crew didn't recommend and knows do you know what i'm saying like you're like mm -hmm. the first person um so this is hella exciting so thank you so much exactly thank you um so let's start off by how are you i'm good i'm good i'm actually uh i just got off a flight so i'm oh. seeing my kids oh nice so you're yeah. in uh washington yeah i'm currently in washington right now i just came in today Wow. Thank you. And thank you so much for doing it while you're, you know, you just landed and shit. You could have been like, nah, bitch, uh, I'm busy. with family. I know. I was going to be like, bitch, I have to reschedule, <laughs> but I'm Mexican and I have to do what I got to do. Thank you. That's I'm super committed. Like when I tell, when I say that I'm going to do so, I'm going to do it unless I lost my voice. Then I have no choice, girl. Then I'll be right? like, I lost my voice. Oh, my God. You are amazing. Well, thank you so much. I'm even like doubled honored. First and foremost, because you said yes. I was like, I was like, she's she's too busy. She's too big. She's not going to say yes. But thank you so much for being here. I'm glad that you made it safe to go see the kids back in Washington. That's amazing. Um, so, you know, I'll try to keep it brief. So what? Let's start. I want to start from the beginning because I know everyone wants to get to like the TikTok makeup shit. But I want to know more about you shit that I don't get to, you know, hear about. On, yeah. the, on the tops. Yeah, a lot of people don't get to see that um, side of me, but I'm starting to like venture out and put myself out there a little bit more when it comes to my life mm. outside of, you know, skincare and outside of makeup. I just feel like 
people think that I'm like, you know, I'm super blunt. I have no filter. I have no problem saying how I feel, but they get a different side of me because I'm a lot of people are like, you're really funny. So a lot of times, you know, I'm very sarcastic and I'm, I'm just out there too. So how you meet me online is how I am in person. And and that says a lot, I think, um, you know, because a lot of people play a certain part when it comes to social media. Yeah. Like you can be somebody that's like, you know, out there, outgoing, like extra with it. And then there's some people that are not. And I'm just like in the middle of that. Like I can be my own space, mm. but I just feel like um, I cuss a lot more outside of social media, though. <laughs> That's what I do do. <laughs> That's the only difference. But other than that, like, I just feel like, you know, I'm a mom. I just moved. I've been in L.A. for a whole year. Um, when people met me, you know, I was in Washington. Um, my kids were still at my house. And now, you know, I think a lot of times people think that I have little kids. And it's because I share a lot when it comes to my grandson. And I think they kind of get confused. And yeah. I'm like, no, I grandson that's five years old my I have adult kids and people think oh you must have little ones I mean my oldest one's going to be 28 wow. my youngest one's going to be 18 and I have all boys I'm a boy mom and um you know I have two grandkids so it's kind of like people don't see a lot of that simply because I think my kids don't want to be in it either yeah. you know what I mean it's kind of like this is my thing and I feel like um people think that I'm like overly out there and I'm kind of maybe rude because you know I'm so blunt and I think people like it comes across that and I feel like as a Latina Latinas know mm -hmm. like you know we we say what we feel and we can be nice at the same time and I and you know since I moved to LA I I've met a lot of uh people that follow me and they're just like the first thing they say is you're smaller than I thought <laughs> number two you're a lot nicer and your skin looks like glass. <laughs> and they're like, and you look way better in person. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, then do I look fucking ugly? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I wanted to like, so you are, were you born and raised in Washington? I was. I was born and raised in Washington. I lived in Pasco, Washington. I lived in a small community. I actually live in a community where there's a lot of Mexicanos here. It's an ag uh, community. Mm. There's just a lot going on when it comes to weed, you know, um, food, anything, you name it. A lot of people just don't think it. I, I call it kind of like L.A. living, like East L.A., mm. but without the palm trees. And, and that's how <laughs> I feel about it. It's just that when I when I went to L.A., there's just so much culture there. And I just feel like people in L.A. should should just appreciate that. And I think because I came from one place location from here to there I feel like oh my god we don't have that and yeah. so and and I and I always tell people like you guys should appreciate what you guys have even though you guys you know been LA people for a long time or California residents but I just feel like it, it's so it's so different but yeah I lived in a, uh, Washington for a long time and I became I did social media and it just so happened that I made you know, Sephora squad and stuff like that. So I transitioned and it opened the doors to a lot of things for me that I didn't know what was happening. Like I quit my job of eight years that I love so much to do full-time content creating. And I feel like sometimes people are like, uh, 
what happened to your job? And that's why a lot of my old content, I had the same hoodie on because people thought that I didn't have different clothes. They probably they were because I did my content early in the morning, like at 6 a.m. or I did it at night because, you know, you have a life in between that. And I think a lot of times people forget that you have a life outside of social media. So, um, yeah, I lived in Washington my whole life. But now I'm a California resident and I don't think I'm coming back. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> But it's so true because, you know, I, I lived in L.A. forever. Then I came out to the de- I'm in the desert now. And I tell people mm-hmm. all the time, I was like, man, you d- I didn't know how good I had it I, yeah. until I left. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I was like, so I tell my friends, I said, like, appreciate. And then when they post food pictures and they're going here and going, then I was like, man, you don't even <laughs> understand what you're doing to me. You don't mm-hmm. you don't know until it's gone. <laughs> and, exactly. you know, you coming from, you know, uh another state with you know another Mm -hmm. climate and it's a smaller Mm -hmm. town and then coming to Mm -hmm. la Mm -hmm. i mean you see the gold mine like you see it the way we don't see it because we're all up in it and i'm just like yo Mm -hmm. like the food the people like you said the culture i mean you're you've been there a year and you haven't even scratched the surface of amazingness food and like especially because you you know you did it during a pandemic so shit starts opening up and then you can you know experience more and stuff like i'm super excited for you um so like i was doing a deep dive and i was like oh is there any content that you know is not makeup related and i wanted to ask you what does it mean to you know, you, you've said it in other videos and stuff that you, you know, you're a teen mom, you tell your story here and there sprinkles. And now you have like the second chance you, you, mm-hmm. you mentioned on, on a post that you have this like second chance as you are a grandma and you're older. And so how has that been for you? I think a lot of times when you're a teen mom, you make a lot of mistakes because you're not even, you're not even old enough to be a parent. And so you don't you're not equipped with the correct tools to even be a mom. So when I, I've gotten older to where it's kind of like, oh, I made all these mistakes because now that you're a grandma, you get to make up for that. And so now you're just like, oh, do whatever you want. Like I spoil my grandkids. I, I give them whatever they want. I'm actually with my grandson right now. But um, he's like, well, I, I need some shoes. I go, OK, let's go get some shoes because that's what I'd be doing. But when I was younger. And I was a mom. I couldn't afford a lot of stuff, too. So I was always on a budget, like a tight budget. I made twenty dollars last for two weeks. But then back then, the gas was only sixty three dollars <laughs> right. or ninety cents. I mean, <laughs> And so for me, I was like, oh, my God, what's still happening on with these gas prices? But that's how it is. I feel like back then I didn't have enough support. Like there wasn't a lot of I literally had to do my myself. I had to do it myself and I had to hustle. My mom was like, I didn't have those kids. You have to raise those kids on your own. So she was really tough on me to where I was like, okay. So I never depended on anybody. And I feel like for her as a mom, she's like, damn, I, I messed up. I shouldn't have did that. So because it went from that, it went to me. And I was like, hey, you guys need to do this. You need to do that. And so I showed a lot of tough love. And sometimes we had to kind of pull back and say, man, I shouldn't have did that. Maybe I should have gave him more love than tough love. Mm. And so you kind of go back and forth with your parenting. But at the end of the day, though, like you, you live and you learn. And so that that's what parenting 101 is. And adult children, they don't know how to play no games <laughs> <laughs> because it's kind of like a, a do over. I thought teenage li- I thought when they were teenagers was hard. Girl, really? no. Adult. Oh. 
having adult kids is, is very stressful because as teenagers, you can tell them, you can kind of tell them what to do. But as adults, you can't, you can only give them advice and they can either accept it or they're just like, do whatever they do, whatever they choose to do. But at the end of the day, that's their life. And I just let them do whatever, you know, they have to do. But parenting has been very different. I think now I'm a lot more nicer, but now I'm still like, if I have to tell them something or if I don't like something that they're doing, I I will, I will be like, Hey, you have to fix that. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, I don't look forward to that. My mine's uh, the supernatural, but he's only nine going on 39, 49. And oh, yeah. I, it's oh, going, yeah. it goes by so fast, right? Like it's it like a blink of an eye. Oof. So I encourage everybody that has little ones to just, just embrace it because by the time you know it, they're going to graduate high school and they're going to be out of your house. And especially boy moms, because boy, those yeah. are the people that we sacrifice our whole life for. And then once they meet a girl, girl, you don't know, they don't know who you are. <sighs> they only know who you are when they want two things, money and a recipe of how you make something. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs> and then now it's more like advice. Like, what do you think I should do? Because that's the most important. I think when they're teenagers too, they forget about you. And then because they're more into their friends, but then they come back around when they're about, you know, 25, 26, 27, they'll come back around. And so that's what I'm dealing with. I have like older kids that, you know, have their life going on. And then I have a going to be an 18 year old. And that's what he's doing. He's like living his little best life. And he's like, mom, I'm living my life. (laughs) (laughs) So what what are your what are your sons? You know, well, let me let me back up. When was the day that you're like. I'm going to get on tip. Um, I call it tip top. When are you going to get on TikTok? To, you know, when you're the like, first time I'm going to upload my video. Did you, were you yeah. a lurker first? And then you decided I or- was, I was a lurker first because my son was watching TikTok and he was watching these dance videos. And I was like, I want to watch that. You know, it was during COVID. It's everything was closed. You know, I lived in Washington state. We were the first day to get closed, but the job that I did, I, I never had to be at home. I would go to work and then I would come home. And so for me, um, you know, I was like, man, this is cool. You know, I like the dance videos, the cookie videos. I was like, okay. I started with handbag videos because that's what I was into. And then people were asking me what makeup products I use and like what skincare products I use. So then that's when it started. I just started posting like things here and there. And then um, I did a concealer video that was, this is how young girls do it world bitches we, we can't be doing that and that actually is the one that set the bar for me because i went from like 20k followers to like 200 and something followers within two weeks i couldn't even wow. be on social media for like literally three days because it was so busy wow. and so for me i just did it just you know my my youngest son made fun of me he's like what do you think you're gonna be a star or something <laughs> and i actually have that video and i actually sent it to him and i was like what do you think yes. about this shit now and he's like i can't even say nothing he's like you're doing what you you're doing what you love he's like you've always done it like my friends have always came to me and be like what's your favorite line or what what do you think of this product what do you think of that product what do you think of this and so um yeah. So for me, it was like, it was natural for me. Yeah. And because I was myself and I was just like, I'm not going to pretend to be anybody but myself. And so for people to like, just me in general was, was crazy. Cause I was always told like, no one's going to like you because you're so blunt. You're never going to have no friends because you're so blunt girl. <laughs> like you need to calm down. You need to tone it down. 
and I never learned how to do it. It always got me in trouble sometimes because, you know, the mouth just pops off real quick. And I'm just like, man, I should have thought about that before I said, said it. Now that I'm older, I really think about, about it before I say something. But when it comes <laughs> to makeup and skincare, I don't. I just It just comes out of my mouth. And so that's what TikTok started. Like, I just kind of went and embraced it. And, and, and I feel like in December of 2021, um, well, actually, I think it was 2020. Um, yeah, probably at the end. No, 2021. Mm. I was, um, somebody hit me up in the DMs about wanting to do a documentary on me. What? And I was like. Nah, you know, I get a lot of DMs. I'm like, no, nah, I don't believe that. I don't believe it. And he knew I didn't believe him. He's like, you know what? She's hardcore. I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm this person. He's like, no, for real. Like, I work for Sephora. I do the Sephora YouTube channel. I work with this. If you don't believe me, I will call you. We're all working from home right now. <laughs> but believe me, like, I'm telling you. And I told him, no. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not interested in that. I wasn't ready to put myself out there. And I don't understand why I was so afraid to do it. And yeah. I feel like I, I just was like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't want all that attention. I, I don't want that. And he's like, it's not even about that. It's that you're sharing your story and you are going to be, you're going to control what you're going to say. Mm. So it's up to you what you're going to say. And he, com- like, he was talking to me December, girl, January. And finally <laughs> I said, okay, in January. And then when he wanted to film me, I was in Maui. I was like, for my birthday, I was like, I can't, I can't uh, do it because I'm over here on vacation. I will come to you. So that he did. So that's why I did it in Maui. And so I thought they flew you there or something. No, no, I was there already. And they came to you. Wow. Yes, I was already there. And he was like, no, we will go to you. And so normally they come to your house. They come to your hometown. And because I wasn't in my hometown, uh, he was like, I don't care where you're at. We're going to you because it took him a lot to convince me to do it. But I I did it and it came out. And, um, you know, (laughs) I was just like, oh, my God, I put myself out there and I cried on TikTok for the first time because I recorded my reaction. And I was like, why am I crying? And I had sunscreen in my eyes because, <laughs> you know, I, I apply a lot of sunscreen. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, I'm crying and my eyes are stinging because <laughs> of my sunscreen coming off. And it, it was just one of those realizations that, oh, my God, I don't know what's going to happen because I was always in control of my life. Yeah. And now it was kind of like, man, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, what's going to happen in six months? Because I had no clue. And um you know, I was still working full time at the time. Um, you know, I asked people for testimonies because I applied for the Sephora squad. And, you know, honestly, for me, I didn't think I was going to make it because I was so blunt and I cussed a lot. And I was like, I am not Sephora motherfucking material. I was like, no, they can say no, no. And then when I made semifinals, I was like, ah, they just did it because I did a doctor documentary, man, whatever. And, um, you know, sometimes you just kind of be like, you doubt yourself, like, mm, mm. now nah, they ain't going to like me. They ain't ready for me yet. And, and they were, I think I wasn't ready for them. And, right. and when I, when I signed that contract and, um, I did my first, uh, sponsorship with Sephora, I swear I was like, this is so rough. Like, I don't know if I can do this because I had a tough time within those three months because. 
before I could do and say whatever I wanted and post whatever I wanted. Yeah. This time around, you, I had to learn how to do partnerships. I had to learn to like mm. do a lot of things and not learn how to cuss online. So it was kind of <laughs> like I had to be more professional. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. Because <laughs> I'm like, this is my J-O-B. And so for me, the first three months was tough. And I was like, I don't know. I, I just want to quit. And I literally had to put, pull myself together and say, bitch, like, what is going on with you? Like, you should be blessed that you're in a position to do this. Number yeah. one. Number two, you're an over 40 content creator. And that's a plus. And number three, you're Latina. So you it. are opening the doors for a lot of people, even though like people have their YouTube space and IG space and there wasn't nobody like me. And that's that's how I felt like I'm opening the doors for a lot of Latin Latinas to or even inspire people to do it because I'm always telling people just do it put yeah. yourself out there that's probably the hardest part to do because you're you're scared that people aren't going to like you and you're scared that you're not going to get one view just just put yourself out there that's what that's what I did and I felt like I worked so hard doing it and I just got into it for a whole year and a half I worked, I didn't get no sponsorships, but my first sponsorship was from Good Molecules and It Cosmetics and Murad. I mean, I was, I was working with really big companies. I wasn't working with small little companies, which there's nothing wrong with that. I worked with a lot of small businesses and I've always helped like really little small businesses because I feel like it's important. And yeah. even though I didn't like a lot of the products that I got sent, I would never review a small business like I wouldn't give it a terrible review mm. simply because I know how hard it is to run a business because I ran a cannabis business for eight years. Yeah. And so for me, it was like, I knew, like, I know how it is to work hard to make 13 K a month to making 200,000, you know, within seven months, because you have to learn to progress. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like with TikTok, that that's what it did. TikTok really changed my life too, because, you know, I went from living in Washington to going, living in LA, going to events, um, getting flown to events and me being the oldest person. Like I just got invited today to Rare Beauty and you only see content creators that are 30 and under. You never really see older women. And I feel like I'm opening the doors to a lot of people when it comes to that, simply because we can still do makeup and we can still do makeup. And um, that's, that's going to be my goal for 2022 and 2023 is to open the doors for a lot of makeup brands to be more of a in their face and, you know, try to be um, in their campaigns, you know, be a face. It, it can be anybody. Yeah. Um, just as long as we have more of, people like us out there. Cause you know, you go to, you know, you go to all these stores and you see all the young girls, but where are all the older women at? Where exactly. We, at? we wear makeup. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. We wear makeup. We're the ones that have the money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I just feel like there's like a gap in between that. And, um, you know, everyone's trying to change it because, you know, when we get older, we, we don't really feel seen and we don't really mm -hmm. feel heard and we don't feel worthy enough to be like, Hey, but, you know, we're kind of trying to make noise out there so we can be out there and we can feel the importance of getting older. And I feel like people are so afraid to get old, too. And that's why, you know, some TikToks, I'm like, old is the goal and we need to embrace our age simply because 
We're not getting any younger. You can get Botox fillers. You can get a facelift. You can get a whole body. But that age ain't going to change. Exactly. And you know, you know what I like about you, too? The fact that you cuss, because I cuss a lot as well. Um, that's a, an issue over here. Um, but, you know, you are over 40. Um, and then also, the you know, your gray hair. I'm just visually, like, from jump. I don't know. People don't know exactly how old you are, but you're of a certain age. Right. And so people. So when I was flipping the first time I got on there, it, it was during the pandemic. And it was that, you know, oh, my friends were like, oh, be careful because you're going to get on. You're going to be addicted for like two weeks straight. Like you're going to be on that shit 24 seven. I was like, yep. But then and I was like, you know how it takes a while for the algorithm to not just show you stupid little like young folks dancing and it, it starts curating your shit so i was i saw you and then you kept coming up and then you know i'm not a big makeup person but i kept seeing you and then i would hear you talk and then i was like oh i, I like i like this and it would it it changed my perception of tip top for me you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying because i was like oh there's people that are my age you know or younger or older and you were just being yourself so my question is from the beginning, when you first started talking about the handbags and stuff, right? And then it evolved to makeup. Were you always comfortable showing your face? Because that's an issue for me, like to show my face on camera, you know? Was that ever an issue or no? No, I think for me, it was never an issue. I think a lot of times people think that like it's so hard to do, but you got to remember that you're on a camera, you're in your room by yourself. So you're basically talking to yourself. And then the moment that you put it out there, then people visually see you and listen to you and listen what you have to say. So for me, I was not afraid um, to do any of that because, um, like I said, like, you know, I'm, I'm a consumer just like you are. You know what I mean? I just now this is my job. This is what I do now. So that's the only difference i've always reviewed makeup i've always said things were whack as fuck i've always said don't buy <laughs> that. that don't spend money on that i've always said that um it's just now online and people and people get to see it you know what i mean so for me yeah. um no i i it just it, it didn't bug me i mean when i do you know ads and stuff and they reverse my video and i look you know not myself <laughs> you know people come for me and people say really mean comments and they be coming they be coming for me and how do you deal with that shit like are you like okay there's just internet these are trolls i don't know them. like how do you deal with that shit I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at TreatCOVID19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Many of us have heard of the devastating passing of Hurricane Fiona through Puerto Rico, but not many of us know of ways, or better yet, trustworthy ways to help and contribute to those in need. Fiona a Través de los Ojos de los Niños is an NFT project featuring art made by children of the nonprofit school Flor de Loto in Ponce, Puerto Rico. Through their drawings, they've expressed their feelings and fears which they went through the hurricane. 
You can help these children, their school, families, and communities by minting one of their NFTs at helppr.xyz. You can also help by sending crypto directly to their wallet, listed on the website, or do a donation through PayPal. The links can be found in the description. And to learn more about this initiative and how you can help, please visit helppr.xyz or via Twitter at helpprflm. Dancing crew, trip for two, nail the final interview. Game with Doug, brand new mug. Come here, kid, give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. Boosters designed for COVID-19 variants are now available. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster appointment as soon as you're eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. You know what? Since I've been a teen mom, I've, I've always had tough skin. And I grew up with eight cousins that were all boys. I have all boys. Um, and I think that's where it came from. So I always got made fun of by my cousins. Like, I would be like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, why are you hurting my feelings? You have chicken legs. You know how cousins are. Yeah. And I just and I just felt for me, um, it doesn't bug me. I think it's funny. <laughs> So it's so because it, it doesn't hurt my feelings. And I feel like you have to be a certain person. You have to be confident within in yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you aren't as confident as you think and you see a negative comment, it's going to bug you. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. I'm a confident ass bitch. And it took me. <laughs> it took me a long time to be confident. I, I think I was most confident when I started transitioning to gray hair when I was 36. I'm actually 44 years old. And um, so for me, I I was always my biggest critic. I was like, I, my worst critic. So like, if other people can do it, like, I'm my worst critic. I'm the one that's gonna affect myself if I'm saying it. A lot of people let other people, you know, other people's opinions just fuck up their life. And for me, I don't, I don't care what other people think of me. Honestly, I don't, I don't care what people think of me. I don't care. Um, like if I say a brand is whack, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Like, just like, for example, I said, um, JLo's, um, you know, I respect Latina. I respect her hustle, but I did not respect her skincare line. It sucks. <laughs> And, um, and I said it and they came and they were up in the DMs talking about, you want us to send you more product. <laughs> I love that shit so much. That's why I love you. You're the best. Okay, Sonia, yeah. well, let's get into the questions and comments from the audience. First one. What is the one item that you can't live without? This is from WTYM episode 53 award-winning author Lilium Rivera. That's her question. Sunscreen. Sunscreen. You are the queen of sunscreens. Whatever sunscreen yeah. you're into, I follow. For sure. Yeah. Sunscreen. Sunscreen. Okay. Uh, next question. Um, when you are not doing makeup tutorials online, do you like to listen to music when you're doing your makeup and skin care routines? If so, what are you rocking? That is from episode 27, union organizer, dope-ass Latina, co-host of the famous Heartbreak Monday Radio, Lady Emish. Um, I listen to a lot of 90s music. So uh, Aaliyah, Biggie, Tupac, that's what I listen to. That's what I grew 
when it comes to um, listening to music. That's that's what I'm into right now. Dope, dope. Um, the 90s, the 90s. The 90s. <laughs> um, OK, the next one. How much content does she upload? Is it daily? And how has her life changed since day one of TikTok? This is from family member Daniel Cabezón Ibarra. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> how much content do you upload? Like, is it daily? So I upload, um, so in the beginning, I uploaded like two videos a day. Um, now I upload, um, five to six per week. Oh, per week. Uh, 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 got it. Got it. Got it. Do you have like Mm -hmm. a, do you have like a schedule or now that, you know, you work with different brands and you're, you know, the Sephora Mm -hmm. and stuff, it's a schedule. Like, okay, this week I got a ba 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 ba. Yeah. Yeah. I have Dory moments, girl. I'm 44. I keep forgetting stuff. I have some (laughs) So I have a, actually a planner and I do have a Google calendar, but Mm. I'm old school. I like to write things down and make sure that way I know, you know, sometimes your phone glitches and you miss some emails. So I'm really focused on um, a calendar Mm. and, um, and what else? Um, Yeah. So that, that's how I schedule all my stuff, honestly, through um, scheduling and I don't have a manager or anything. I do everything myself because I'm a hustler. That's right. Cause I thought I was that, that, when I first saw you, I was like, I want to have her on my show. This was like a year ago. And then mm-hmm. Lady Emish, she was the one, she she discovered you on Instagram, but I had already been up on you on TikTok, on TikTok, right? And mm-hmm. I was like, she's like, do you, I go, I've been following her since jump. She's like, she should be on your show. And I was like, I go, I don't know. She's big now. I'm sure she has a manager and agent. I was like, I'm sure she does. Yeah. And then no, she, I, she was the one who was like, you should just send email her. And then you email me mm-hmm. back. First, I was like, who the fuck is Sonia? Because it was just an email. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I was uh-huh. like, holy shit, it's Sonia. Like, Sonia, Sonia. So that's amazing. <laughs> I thought, like, for sure. Because I was like, oh, she moved to L.A. She, you know, she probably has an age. I'm sure. Is that going to you think that would be on the horizon if you find the right fit? I think if I find the right fit, probably. Um, I talked to a lot of influencers that that. Um, have management so some of it is good some of it is bad i feel for right now for me i can still manage my stuff yeah but i feel like if i get bigger i might go to management yeah because that's gonna yeah. that's gonna help you stay organized yeah, I, and kind of weed shit out and you know yeah, yeah time yeah. management and shit okay but i wouldn't i don't say no to podcasts i'm gonna be honest because i love doing podcasts i feel like uh people get to know me more Um, I do a lot of lives too. So a lot of times people get to know me, ask me questions, whatever they want to know. They ask me, they do not hold back. (laughs) I love that. Okay. So we have this section called the not so rapid fire questions. The slow as hell questions. Are you ready, Sonia? Mm -hmm. Three words to describe yourself. Blunt, dope (laughs) as fuck. Singona. Oh my God. Um, next one. What's the best piece of advice you received? Um, to put yourself first. Okay. You're going quick. These are maybe not so slow as hell. Um, they might be slow. What, um, this is a great one. What song is your hype song, your go-to hype song when you need it? Oh, man. 
you know what? I don't have a song like that. You know, I think for me, I have to look at myself in the mirror and say, bitch, you got this. Like, come on, let's get to it. <laughs> like, honestly, but if it's a song um, that I really, really like that pumps me up, baby, I got your money. Don't yes. you Yeah, that one. Okay. <laughs> So that will be included. So that's going to be added to the Word to Your Mama guest hype song playlist that I got on Spotify. So I'll have a link to that for sure. The final question, Sonia, what will be your legacy? Um, My legacy, honestly, is just to make sure that people can be like, if they look at me, I want them to be themselves. I want them to uh feel beautiful without makeup mm. without a filter I, I feel like healthy skin looks different on everybody and stop comparing yourself so my legacy is just um just being you I love that and and I, I looked at some of the quotes you have and I love the one that you said the love the skin more than the power of makeup mm-hmm. and how important is that like you're you're known as a makeup you know person mm -hmm. but i i love that you have the message of look bitch this is my this is me no filter <laughs> you yeah. post sometimes with no makeup on whatsoever depending on like mm -hmm. the different socials that you have um mm -hmm. and i also love that you are i think it helps me because you know i'm i'm 48 and Mm -hmm. And I'm like in that transition with the hormones and my skin is different and it's not as easy. And, and, and you're just like, I, there's plenty of times that your videos have helped me where you're just like, that's texture, bitch. We got tech, mm -hmm. like, even with makeup. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think a lot that. of, I, I think, you know, in, in this day and age, I think a lot of people want that perfect skin and it never, it never existed. And filters came to play. And I mm -hmm. feel like filters, are very bad for women because it mentally damages your just the way that you view yourself so i'm always you know doing a lot of videos with no makeup because i want everybody to feel comfortable in their own skin and showing real skin and embracing the skin and makeup should just mattify your be your beauty it shouldn't make you feel beautiful it should should be just the cherry on top the mm. extra sauce that you need and I just feel like women now are like, oh, my God, I'm afraid to get old. I'm afraid of the wrinkle. I'm afraid of this. Why are you afraid of aging? Aging is beautiful, number one. And everybody has textured skin. And I don't understand why people don't don't think so. I feel like I literally see a lot of influencers that other people see that use beauty mode that I visually see their 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 skin and my skin. You know, that's why I like. Tell everybody, embrace it. Everybody's like, you don't have no wrinkles. You don't have. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do have wrinkles. I do have texture. I do have sunspots. I'm dealing with hormonal acne. Like I'm going through it. My skin is turning into a teenager because since I moved to LA, my skin is starting like it's barely starting to get used to um, living in LA. So the smog and shit. They'll just do it to the pollution, the aggressors. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't, don't think, think about that. So I just feel like. Um, you know, just embracing your skin. And that was my whole point of that is um, for me to do my makeup with um, like when I do makeup tutorials that it, it was just like 101s or it was like, like just really basic 
basic things, but I, I just, Hey, be quiet. <laughs> Sorry. No um, I just feel like, um, yeah, in the industry that, that the beauty industry that we're in, like you're supposed to look a certain way and, and me moving from Washington to LA, I noticed a really big difference. Like people are really into how they look, their skin, lasers, Botox fillers, like they don't even look like themselves. So, you know, when I came over here, they're like, who did your cheeks? And I was like, I don't have no look done. <laughs> these are my cheeks. You know, these are my high cheekbones. And I feel like, um, you know, if that's what makes you feel confident, then do that. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm not against none of that. You're never going to hear me say I'm never going to do it. But right now I don't need it. And I'm just going to just embrace my my age but i just feel like women need to just embrace their age like hey if you can't change that sagginess the you know then do your makeup differently or if you want you know glowy skin change your skincare and um you know apply products that are dewy for your skin or if you want the manteca glow make sure that you get hydrated skin or if you want to look like a motherfucking glazed donut make sure that you <laughs> you know apply products that do that for you and um yeah i just feel like women are lost i think um a lot of women yeah because they're not confident a confidence plays a big part i i always encourage everyone to tell themselves that they love themselves fully. And especially looking at yourself in the mirror, like visually looking at yourself, it's super hard for women to say, I am worthy. I am seen. I am heard. I am beautiful and actually believe it. But if you say that every single day to yourself and say something good about yourself, every single day, you're going to believe it. And um, that's why I encourage moms with daughters to say, you know what, you're beautiful. You don't need all that makeup or, you know, getting older is beautiful. You don't have to do all of this, like be yourself, be your authentic self. And I feel a lot of people lose their, a lot of people are fake. That's real. That's fucking real. And, and you're the first beauty inf- influencer, whatever you want to call it that I followed. I think you're one of the only ones that I follow because you're real, you know, you, you're not using it as a mask. You're using it as like enhancer, like, Oh, let's have mm-hmm. fun. Let's go out here or this daily. And it's about, I think it's why I, I really take to your content is because you're always like skin first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Skin is over, skin over makeup. And I feel like, you know, everything goes viral, but why isn't sunscreen going viral? Sunscreen mm. is probably one of the biggest things that is going to protect your skin for what everybody's afraid of. Yep. The sun is damaging your skin. The environment is damaging your skin. And I just feel like, um, you know, a lot of, you know, when I was younger, my mom didn't show me how to do makeup, didn't probably show me how to do skincare because she didn't know. Mm. And so I just felt I didn't realize in the Latin community how many people did not know how to wash, didn't know how to wash their face properly or didn't know what sunscreen was because we were too busy going to school and working right two three jobs and trying to provide for our family and that's what we know and i feel like okay you know what i'm going to do i'm just going to start educating people doing basic 101s because that's what we need because if i put 20 things in one video they're not going to know they're just going to remember the first thing that i'm talking about yeah. so for me it was super important to educate women on self love self worth 
we are seen, we are heard. It's okay to not be perfect. You don't have to be perfect. Your skin don't have to be perfect. Your healthy skin is going to look different from my healthy skin. A lot of times people are like, I want my skin to look like yours. Hey, I've been doing this for eight years. Your skin journey barely started. (laughs) You know, your skin might look better than mine. (laughs) Then I'll be like, what did you, what were you doing? (laughs) But, but that's, but that's what I'm saying is that I just want women to really love themselves and, and put themselves first because a lot of times us moms don't put ourselves first. We're always in the back burner. We're always providing everything for everybody else, but never taking care of ourselves. And it's years and years and years of not taking care of ourselves. I'm not talking about week or two weeks. I'm talking about years and years. And so then when we're by ourselves, then we don't know what to do with our life because our main focus was taking care of the kids, making sure everything was where it needed to be and making sure that we raised really good kids, you know, really good adults. And uh, because, you know, everybody has to deal with your adult kids. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, it's super important, important to me that, yeah. So this year I'm telling everybody, I go, I keep telling you guys, put yourself first, give 20 minutes of your, for yourself every single day. I'm not saying once a week, I'm saying every every single single day, day. give yourself 20 minutes to do whatever you need to do. That means go eat the Snickers, you know, in your closet, go take a warm shower, go to Target by yourself, go do something that you love doing, window shop online, do what you got to do, journal, listen to your favorite music, go dance in your room, do whatever your heart desires. Because if you ask women what they like, they're going to tell you what the kids like and what the person that they are with, what they like. Because they don't know what they like because they lost themselves in that. Just, you know what I mean? So it's super important. COVID taught us to uh, put ourselves first. Yes. So what is next for you? What are your, your, those are, you know, the, the messages you want to put out there, but what, where do you want to be for the next year or two? Like what's the next level for, for Sonia? So So right now, um, you know, Sephora squad ended in 2020, you know, uh, 2022 just started and I'm actually a launch partner. So I'm still continuing to be part of the Sephora squad. Um, I'm working with bigger brands. So, um, you know, I'm just reviewing. And so that, that's what I'm doing. I moved into a, a bigger home. Um, you know, I live by myself now. I, you know, I have had many transitions. This has been a a year of change. Let me tell you, like changes, lots of changes. And so, you know, in the next year, you're going to see my name change. Um, you're going to see your name uh, change. What do you mean? Yeah. So I'm, you know, I was married and I'm currently separated and going to get a divorce. So my name you know, Valencia is my married name, but it's going to be um, Ramos. So that's my main. Yeah, so you're going to see that I'm more independent. You're going to see a lot of me doing my own damn shopping because, girl, I never knew how to shop for one person. <laughs> so I'm transitioning and I'm learning a lot about myself and I'm learning what I love to do by myself and I'm learning to do things by myself and that's a big transition. So you're going to see that, you know, you're going to see it. You're going to see somebody changing from, you know, having a different last name to just putting herself out there and just, uh, you know, being married to me, myself and I. 
That's amazing. And, and that's why I encourage everybody to put themselves first and not stay in a space of obligation. If you're not happy in a space, get out of that space because you're just leading people on if you're not even happy in that space. So I just feel like I just want to encourage every woman to always have a plan B and C because women can do it. Women can, you know, be by themselves and learn how to do lawn furniture. And I saw that you're like, I don't know how to build learn. this shit. <laughs> I didn't know how to build that bitch. I, it took me three and a half hours and the damn lawn furniture was wrong. I was like, he sent me the wrong part. So before I left to watch, before I came here, they sent me the part and I was like, I don't have time to put it together right now. <laughs> but I'm just learning a lot about myself. So you know, you're going to, that's what you're going to see. You're going to see a lot of, um, just me putting myself out there by myself. So a lot of learning. That's amazing. I feel like, uh, it's a similar story to like my relative and a lot of other people that I know that were teenage moms. Like for those of us that weren't, we got to go to college or those, yeah. those 20s, you know, those early years to discover and be on your own. And now you're in that phase and I'm super excited for you, Sonia. Like I've never been by myself. That's major. If that's what it is, is that you never been by yourself. Yeah. So I was 15. I never been by myself. This is the first year that I've been by myself and it feels good yeah, because yeah, I can sure. buy whatever I want. I don't have to ask nobody. I can do whatever I want. I can go wherever yep. I want. I can be, I don't have to worry about packing for kids. <laughs> oh, I don't have to cook for, for anybody but myself. It is so <laughs> nice. I didn't expect it to be this nice, but I was like, sure. I was like, <laughs> where, where has this been all my life? <laughs> I was like, man, it's, it's good to be a grandma and, and to spoil the kids and it's good to come home and see the kids and, you know, spend time with them. But it's also good to go back home and be in your space. And that's what I learned is I finally have my own space. Yeah. I don't have to hide in the in the closet and and have my quietness. I don't have to deal with anything but my own shit. And that's what it is. I want to deal with my own shit, my own stuff. Freedom. And. Yeah, that's it's it's awesome. It's an oh, awesome I feeling. I can't wait. We, I'm sure all of us can't wait to to watch your you you have an amazing story. We've seen that journey. You know what I'm saying? Um, and now to see this journey where you're yeah. the self discovery. I mean, mm -hmm. I can't even imagine just what what maybe some people might think is a small thing. I see it as a huge fucking deal it is the name is. change the name change alone bitch like i get my name motherfucking back bitch i've been wanting my name that's back crazy. forever that's and crazy. and for me yeah like i think a lot of times people are like but i like your last name i go it's all good if you like it but <laughs> <laughs> that's good for you but i, I i'm gonna change my name um yeah it, it's one of those things that i'm like oh my god i can't wait Ooh, that's gonna be. You're gonna go. That's gonna be great. You're in a home. Well, you're in your girl, own. You guys better be ready. You guys that's what be I'm ready. saying. You have your own place. You're in a new city. You're gonna have mm -hmm. a new name. I mean, it's it's on and popping. So I know you're there with your grandkids. I don't want to take. Thank you so much for doing this. I mean, right. I, I'm indebted to you forever. Uh, you're amazing. Uh, this was better than I hoped. You're, I knew you were, I was like, she's going to be exactly the way she is on the thing. Yeah. Like, I just knew it. I feel like, you know, kindred spirits. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't fake, I feel like you're the same as me. I can't fake the funk, right? I can't. 
Like we can't, we can't. We it's can't just fake part the of fun. It. But yeah. I, but I tell people I can be professional though. Like if I hate you, but it's in a professional setting, I could be cordial. Yeah. <laughs> oh know? yeah, I could be cordial too. But I'll let you know that I don't like you. Though, but my either, face, girl. my face does not lie. It's hard. Oh it's mine hard, either. Right. So yeah. then I was like, oh, and I was like, okay, either we're gonna, I'm gonna really like her, she's gonna, or we're we're gonna be butting heads because we're alike. But you're the best. Thank you so much. I'm gonna let you get back to your familia. Um, I make you know. Hopefully, I run into you in LA. If you're ever out in the desert, let me know. And yeah, um, yeah. what was that? Where do you live? In Palm what? Springs. Girl, I was over there. <laughs> let me know, girl. Let me know. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived in LA forever. We came out for it was supposed to be a spell, but then the pandemic happened, and I was like, oh. we we're like, fuck it, let's just stay here. You know what I'm saying? We had yeah. a. You know, so it, it, it was kind of nice, too, because during the pandemic, no one could really come visit us. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because we were like yeah. over here. So it's been nice. Um, But Sonia, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate yeah. it. I hope you have an amazing trip. Uh, you, you know, so you know, spoiling, spoiling your, your, your grandkids and, and stuff. Uh, so, of, of course, of course. Thank but thank you. you so much for having me and asking me to be part of your podcast. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. And now, introducing the Supernatural Bear Corner. Supernatural Bear. Hello, I'm the Supernatural Bear, back with the Supernatural Bear Corner. Um, uh, thank you guys so much for um, supporting us um, all the way here. There's been some tough times with all the covid stuff going on but um glad you guys could stick around and uh spare some time for this lovely podcast thank you guys so much and we'll see you in future episodes of word to your mama and also by the time this episode is out uh i we will be gone i think i don't know I don't know how long it takes to edit these things. Um, so yeah, uh, birthday. Birthday in like nine days from here. Let's go. Um, but uh, thank you guys so much for sticking around and see you guys soon. That sounded a little creepy. <laughs> Bye. There you have it, folks. Episode 100. 100 of Word to Your Mama. Sonia Valencia. How dope is she? Right? It was like, it felt felt comfortable. It felt like I knew her. She was exactly how she is on her content. Have link in the show notes to uh, her in, her IG, her, her, her tip top, to that documentary. If I can find that reaction video, because I remember watching her reaction video where she was crying. I mean, it's big moves. I mean, she's she's shifting things. She's disrupting things. And, and I, lo- I really love that. Um, so yeah, thank you again to Sonia for being on. And if you heard, you know, the, the, the quality that, you know, uh, we usually have from guests wasn't there, but she, she could have canceled. She didn't. I mean, she literally just landed. She's at with her, you know, at her son's place with her grandson, you know, so I was just happy to get her in any, any form or fashion. So muchísimas gracias to her. 
and uh, the supernatural bear man, he just got like his voice is getting deeper. He'll be um, as of today in nine days, he will be 10. And yeah, I did. Did I cry at lunchtime because I was just looking at him? I sure did. I sure did. I only got the one, guys. I only got the one. And I was telling him that is it, you know, sure, his dad, his pops, he has that DNA. But I think there's something different with moms and their children. And because I, I told him, I was like, I literally grew you, mijo. <laughs> you literally came out of my stomach. It's really creepy still to think about. But it's the truth. And I think maybe that's why I have this crazy connection and everything makes me so emotional. I cry because I'm happy with you. I cry because I'm sad with you. Like it's so many different things. So anyways, thank you so much for the support, for, you know, staying with us this on this journey. Email us, DM us, do whatever, blah, blah, blah. Keep, you know, let us know what you're into, what you have questions on, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then also, there's so many different ways to support. You can, um, you know, buy us a whiskey via buy us a coffee. You got the store. You could buy some goods. You got the, the Patreon to become a patron. You get little goodies depending on what level you're on and stuff like that. Ongoing goodies. And then, of course, if it's free, it's me. So you tell your folks, tell your peeps, and tell your friends. And as always, we reap. Word to Your Mama is owned and produced by Ritzy P. Intro Beat, produced by Nico Beats. If you want to know more, you want to email us, you want to get the media kit, go head over to wordtoyourmama.com. Word to Your Mama is now part of the Latina Podcasters Network. And as always, Word to Your Mama is brought to you by ritzyperiwinkle.com.